What is up, Fence fam, and welcome to the Fence Expert Podcast, a podcast devoted to anything and everything fence. Whether it's tools, guests, or answering your fence-related questions, you've come to the right place. This podcast is sponsored by OZFence.Store, your one-stop shop for all your fencing-related hardware. Right now, they're offering a free shipping of $150 or more, and if you use the discount code PODCAST, you can save 15% in addition to the free shipping. With all that being said, let's dive into this week's episode. What is up, Fence fam? So good to be back with you guys again, virtually as it were, uh, for the last live until before Fence Tech is right around the corner. Almost literally. It's going to, we leave Monday morning. Really, uh, after we tear down this, uh, or after this live is over, we tear down the studio pack it up so we can hit the road Monday morning. Hope to see all of you guys there. First and foremost, huge shout out. Expert professional wood care products. Love the product. The reason they are a sponsor is because we love their products so much. It helped our business and it helps our customers. And it's also environmentally friendly. So for all these reasons, we love them. And I think you would love them too. Uh, to learn more about them, reach out to expert professional wood care products. I'm sure they'd be glad to send you some samples uh, or just reach out to me. I'd love to tell you my experience with them. Once again, thank you, professional wood care, expert professional wood care products for sponsoring the live. If you guys are listening to this on the podcast, you are listening to a recorded version of a live conversation I host most every Saturday from 10 a.m. Central to around 11-ish. Today being the exception just because we've got some stuff going on. Um, but yeah, listen to a recorded version of a live conversation. If you'd like to watch it live and have your questions answered in real time, just search Joe Everest wherever you consume video content, YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, TikTok, Instagram. Where else are we? That's, that's pretty comprehensive. Any of those places you could just tune right in and ask your questions and we'd love to answer them for you in real time. All right. With all that being said, I know what the title said. The title said new sponsor alert. And that's true. There is a new sponsor. Unfortunately, that sponsor is having some technical snafus that we're not able to get through, um, mostly because of weather, also just because technology stuff and everyone's kind of scrambling to get ready for fence tech, uh, which this these people will be at. So let's do this. One, we will be announcing the sponsor, of course, but I want to have them here to announce it with me so that we can all talk about it. Uh, they will be at Finstech. So we'll also be hosting lives at Finstech, similar to last year, if you remember that. We had a really nice media booth in the My Salesman booth. This year, that same media booth is going to be in the AFA booth. Uh, myself, with the other main podcasters in the uh, in the industry, we'll be coming to you guys live from FinSTech from the AFA booth uh, with interviews that we think that you guys will find interesting. One of those interviews, I will make sure, will be our new sponsor to announce it to you guys. Now, I'm willing to take guesses in the chat. We can discuss them, but no announcement. I, contrary to what the description said, mainly because we couldn't change the description 15 minutes before the show started. It's pretty much locked in at that point. So call it clickbait. That's fine. It's not. That was not our intention. We, When I woke up this morning, we were having these folks on to talk about it. But sometimes things are outside of your control and you let it roll off your back and you move forward. Um, yeah. So 
like I said, we will be inter- interviewing them at FinSTech. So first things first, let's say hello to a few people, and then we'll talk about FinSTech, what's going on, because it is literally right around the corner. It's a couple days away. It's here, everybody. I When I was I interviewed Robert Whitaker last week talking about the Pickets and Picks event, the opening uh, party for FinSTech, and before that, he and I were talking about, I was like, oh, it'll be here in a couple of weeks. He's like, dude, it's actually like nine days from now. It's like a week in a couple of days. Oh, it's here before you know it. That being said, let's say hello to a few people. First one here, Ken Brown. What is up, Ken? Thank you so much for joining us. Ken Brown, Colonial Fence, tuning in from Massachusetts. Nice cold 10-degree day, 10-degree day to be inside watching the show. I'm so glad to have you. I don't mean to be a one-upper, but right now, well, it's actually warmed up. We are at seven degrees now. So that was, it was one when I left the house and I was pretty proud that it doubled by the time I got to the office. So that was neat. Uh, but yeah, a nice balmy seven degrees. So it's not great. It's not great. I saw this, there's someone else down here, uh, down here in the chat that we're going to be jealous of. Ken, thank you so much for joining us and being the first commenter. Barely beat out Roger. Number two is Roger. Hello, Joe, the rest of the Fizz fam, and the new sponsor. We will welcome the new sponsor later, but I will forward you forward them your regards. We'll say that. Appreciate you tuning in, Roger. Stephen Moore, what's going on, Fizz fam? What's up, Stephen? Appreciate you joining us. You know this guy. What's up, Justin? Good morning from Oakland, California. Now, Justin, that is just not fair. Justin's from Nebraska, where it is freezing right now and snowy and everything else and he gets to be in california get out of here jealous was uh front rock fence talk about somebody from the cold white north good morning from the great white north oh there you go good morning appreciate you guys stopping by a couple weeks ago it's good seeing you hey there's chris good morning fence fam good morning chris appreciate you tuning in to the uh show i was gonna i don't know what i was gonna say it's the show appreciate you tuning in Nicholas says opinion on Trex fencing. We've used it on a couple projects where it's been specked out. It's okay. I mean, it's, it's, it's okay. It's, I don't, it's a, like a less maintenance. I always has to say maintenance free. Cause I think that's a bit deceiving. Everything needs a little bit of TLC now and again. Um, but obviously not going to rot. It's not going to warp or twist. Um, like I said, I don't have a ton of experience on it just because we've used it on a few projects. Those few projects went really well, though. So I wouldn't hesitate to use it again. I just don't know a ton about it because we don't do it regularly. Um, yeah. I, if you guys are watching, have experience with Trex, drop in the comments below. Nicholas, are you using it on an upcoming? I'm trying to scan the comments to see if you clarify. Do you have an upcoming project with Trex or are you just asking in general? We know this guy, Michael Greenfield. Good morning, Joe from the STL. Looking forward to catching up with you and your crew in Nashville. Same, Michael. Same. We, uh, I'm, I'm currently watching the weather to figure out if we're going to come via St. Louis or if we're going to go through the boot hill when we make our way over to Nashville. STL obviously adds a little bit of time, but they're talking about freezing rain coming through Monday morning, which is when we're going to be traveling. So I might be coming through the STL on Monday. So hope you have a safe trip as well. Michael, we'll see you at FinTech. You should have Jeff from Renovision as a guest. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't. Spoiler alert, not the new sponsor. We'll just rule him out right now. No, uh, no, that's not going to happen. I don't think so. Kids Rockmore, what's up, Ken? Good morning. Can't wait till next week. 
Absolutely agree, Ken. This is a great thing about Fizz Tech is we get to see our Fizz fam again, right? It used to be once a year. Now we're kind of seeing each other more often, but this is the once a year where we get to see everybody. It's like Christmas where like you see your family like throughout the year, like here and there. But for Christmas, everybody comes together for an extended amount of time. And by the end of it, you're ready to go home. Maybe this is kind of similar. I don't know. Maybe we all get it on each other's nerves a little bit by the time it's done. It was nice, but we got to get going sort of thing. Can't wait to see everybody. And I don't mean that about you, Ken. I don't. I would spend weeks with you. I don't mean that you get it. Anyway, Ken, Brand, Ken Brown says, damn, colder in the south. Not funny, right? No, it's not. This is not funny. At one point, it was warmer in Anchorage, Alaska than it was here. This was last, what day were we coming back? Last Sunday, so almost a week ago, we were in Tulsa for the Chili Bowl. Uh, we were coming back and ended up getting stuck on I-40. There was a bunch of wrecks, a bunch of semis uh, right around the state line. Ended up sitting for, I think, seven hours on I-44, and it was negative eight, negative nine. And we were looking it up and like, hey, it's warmer in Anchorage, Alaska than it is right here right now in Oklahoma. So... For what that's worth. And you're right, Ken. It's it's not funny. I mean, a little funny, but not funny. Evan Gardner, what is up? Excited to attend FinTech for the first time. Evan, you are in for a treat. It is absolutely as a fence, as someone passionate about the fencing industry, is absolutely the best time of the year. Uh, you get to meet up with other fencing professionals, other like-minded individuals. You get to meet sponsors, sponsors, vendors, um, where you know, maybe the vendors you've dealt with, but not haven't met in person, or maybe they are vendors you've met in person, but it's good to see them again and completely new vendors who you may not have had a chance to meet yet. And I understand the argument, right? There is an argument out there that says, well, in the days of social media, video sharing platforms, etc., it's a lot easier to get the information that you used to get at these trade shows, right? So it used to be, this was the one time a year where everyone announced their new models or their new products or the new something, right? So you'd have to go to see what the new something was so you could be one of the first to bring it back to your market and gain the competitive advantage for the year. Well, now with the internet of things and with social media as it is, that's a lot easier. So new items roll out through the year, not necessarily waiting for the trade shows, um, so it's easier to get that information too. It's easier to bring the new thing to market quicker, which makes sense from the vendor's perspective. They're excited to get it out there. They don't want to wait till the next trade show. But the nice thing is you get you get to have that personal touch, that personal relationship. Meet someone eye to eye and shake a hand and have the opportunity to ask in-depth questions, to touch and feel, if we're talking about tools or products, to touch and feel and to ask for clarification that you may not have had the opportunity to do when you're watching, you know, a, a product release video or you're, or, and I understand technology is getting good. You can have a 360 view, you can turn it around and sometimes you can pull the things apart and see what's inside of them, but it's just not the same as putting hands on it. Right. Or meeting the person who who was instrumental on bringing the product to market or any of a 100 things that you don't get access to when you're watching remotely. I understand some people can't make it. So watching remotely is where they're at. Totally fine. But Evan, I think, like I said, you are in for an incredible treat by coming in person. 
get to meet all the fence fam. You get to be at the show. You get to meet the people. You also get to be part of the after hours events, which is arguably where the other half of the value here is, is just the conversations that happen in an organic and awesome way at, I mean, this is going to be Nashville. It's going to be happening at restaurants and bars up and down Broadway. It's going to be a great time. Can't wait to see you there. Obviously, I'll be the guy wandering around in orange. If you get a chance to see me, come up and say hi. I'd love to meet you in person. Brent Mitch, talking about somebody from California. What's going on, my guy? Great to see you. Brent, it's great to see you as well. Justin says, in Cali doing military leadership course. Very good, Justin. Very good. See you in February. Talking about something that's going to be right around the corner. Staining University is going to be basically a week and a half after we get back from Finstech, a week and several days after we get back. So a bit of a whirlwind, but I'm absolutely excited for that. Also going to be outside of Nashville, but the Nashville area, we'll say. I can't wait to see you there as well. Guys, uh, drop in the comments if you're going to be at Finstech. I'd love to kind of keep track of who's going to be there and what they're going to be, you know, what they're interested in, in talking about. Also, one thing I'd like to ask you guys, too, since you guys, if you guys are tuned in live, you're the ones that watch the show consistently that really are, you know, supporting and investing in this show by giving your time. I'd like to know what content you guys would like to see. You know, we, we've we been talking about doing, you know, a show floor walk for folks that aren't there to see who was there, right? And also stopping during the show floor walk and talking with some of the vendors that we know. You know, think expert professional wood care products, think my salesman, think nationwide industries, think mid-America fence is obviously going to be there in a massive way. Speaking of Michael Greenfield, um, all of these vendors that you already know that we love, they sponsor the show, but we they sponsor because we've loved them before the show sort of thing. Um we're of course going to speak with them and they're probably going to be a part of some of those vendors are going to be a part of our interviews, our live interviews that are happening at Finstech. What additional content would you guys like to see? That's what we're asking. So while we're there, is there somebody we haven't talked to before that you think would be interesting for us to interview or is there a product coming out? For example, actually, We'll put a pin in that because I don't know. I got an email about a product, but I don't know that everybody got the email. We're going to be doing some product spotlights, some new products being released um, at Finstech. I'm almost sure it was a public email, but as soon as I say it, they're not going to be happy with me. So TBD, right? But what what is coming out in the market that you would like to see? I'd love to talk to the guys over at... Uh, the guys that make the wire hog and the mud hog easy. Hmm. I don't know. All orange the wire hog. Those are the guys I'd like to talk to. I, listen, I vote for them for the best booth of the show every year we go because it is all orange and come on. Right. So I'm um, going to try to get in with those guys. Easy. There we go. Man, Ken with the win. Easy G manufacturer. Those are the guys. Those are the guys. But who who else would you guys like to see? Yeah, so so this is the pro- I'm I'm almost sure everyone got this email, but as soon as I say something, um, it'll be a thing. I don't I don't want to like ruin anyone's surprise. I th- anyway, 
Kevin says we will be there taking the whole crew. Absolutely. Praying Alaska Airlines won't cancel our flights as they have been canceling flights left and right due to the Boeing Max 9 issues. Interesting. So uh, you might be surprised to hear in Missouri, we don't get a lot of Alaska Airlines flights, so I'm not super up to date. Interesting that the Boeing Max 9s have an issue. So hopefully you're hopefully we will see you as well. I hope so. There is okay. All right, so we'll talk about the nationwide thing here in a second. Um, there is supposed to be some weather. Now, luckily, it's going to be warmer in Nashville. They've been getting – they got kind of this thing about Nashville is they get what we got usually a day later or something like that. But they actually got a ton more snow than we got. We had, I don't know, call it a dusting to one inch, something like that. I mean, wouldn't you say, Mark, something like that, like a dusting or an inch? Yeah, just – a light coat of snow they got like eight inches so they're still trying to dig out of what they're going through there in the nashville area so i'm hoping that's not going to impact travel but like i said monday morning um they're calling for freezing rain here in the midwest or here in in springfield specifically so i'm almost wondering if that's going to continue on towards nashville um, but looking at the weather forecast it's supposed to be warmer and i say warmer like 40s and 50s which right now when it's Real time, still seven degrees. That's going to feel incredible. I might bring my shorts. I don't know. I'm not going to bring my shorts, but it's going to feel great. And we are looking forward to it. So, but anyway, I say that to say, I hope it's not going to impact everyone's travels. Kevin, I hope that they figure out the Boeing Max 9 issue or else they get you on a different plane or something. Oh, yeah, easy. Okay. And then Ken said it was public. So, Nationwide has this latch that I am super excited about. So uh, so think Trident latch, right? Trident 10, Trident 20. And actually, the model I the model I saw, I'm I'm almost sure was modeled after the Trident 20 inch, but now I'm trying to it was a little while ago, so I'm not hundred percent sure on it's a Trident platform, right? Or Aqua Latch is kind of the similar thing as Trident anyway. But now it's got an alarm feature to where it will make a tone. So think, um, so on pool access, on houses that have pool access, at least in our area, this could vary regionally, but you have to have an alarm or a chime on a door that leads out to a pool deck unobstructed, right? Regardless of whether you lock it usually or not, it needs to have a chime on it. These gates, these gate latches are now also going to have a chime. They're also going to be illuminated. So you can visually see, you know, if it's in the evening or it's dark, you can see that that gate's open. It's going to make a tone. It's going to be very nice. I'm excited to see this uh, more in depth. Um, I got a brief view of it earlier, uh, just that it was likely coming to market. And uh, this, it's neat. I can't wait to show it to you guys. I don't want to ruin all of the fanfare around it. You guys need to see it at FinTech. Put your hands on it. But let me tell you, it's pretty slick. I think you guys are going to like it. Don says he wears shorts year-round here in St. Louis. Don, that is brave. That is brave because I, I have a feeling you guys have roughly the same weather we're having right now. There's no way I'm wearing shorts in seven-degree weather. But good on you for doing it. Uh, all right, so FinSec around the corner. So we're leaving Monday. We're setting up the uh, the AFA media booth. So literally after this live is over, all of this studio comes down. You know, the lights, the camera, the monitor, this all gets 
put into cases, loaded into a rental, which the rental's a whole issue. So apparently there's a nationwide recall on 15 passenger Ford Transit vans for whatever reason, which is usually our go-to rig, right? You just pull all the seats out. You got a cargo van, but you got a few extra seats to carry people in. Nope, not going to happen. So we rented an SUV. All right. Because here's the thing is I don't want to haul all this stuff in an open truck bed, especially now this is looking even smarter that it's going to rain the entire week we're there, uh, including freezing rain on Monday. So SUV it is. Well, they gave us a Wagoneer, which very nice. Very nice. I'm not going to I'm not going to complain about it a bit. But what are they they called it a premium SUV, right? He made a very, very particular point about this that it is their premium SUV. And uh did he tell us what the age was to drive it? You had to be yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, you had to be older than 24. So I was like, and he may well, he may have been having a rough day. I don't want to you never know, right? But he made it very he said it in a very snide way. Like, wait a minute, you were born in such and such. He was he was talking to Mark. You're born in such and such. And Mark says, Yeah. He goes, Oh, well, you can't drive the premium SUVs. Well, then give us a regular one. I don't I don't care. Anyway, we will be loading all of this stuff up. The thing about it, the back seats fold flat. So that who cares? So all this stuff is getting loaded in there. Mark will not be driving it. We have made that abundantly clear. Hands off, Mark. Um, which kind of stinks because then that leaves me in the in the pilot seat the whole time, but that's okay. Um, anyway, Monday morning we'll be packed up. One way or the other, we're gonna wind up in Nashville, whether we go through the boot hill of Missouri or we go up to St. Louis and then down. We will be making our way to Nashville uh to set up the media booth there at the AFA. Then yeah, media booth, media, hmm, what would you call that? epicenter the media epicenter app this is this is why we have mark he comes up with the good ideas so we're gonna be setting this up in the afa booth of course you can't miss the afa booth in this i mean there's the things overhead they're usually right in the middle um so you you will not be able to miss the media epicenter either so we'll be setting that up monday we'll get there i think it's six or seven hours (coughs) excuse me more if we go through st louis um at some point we're gonna start setting it up and then, um, yep, Tuesday we continue set up. Tuesday night we have the pickets and picks of it that you are not going to want to miss. Uh, it's so Mid America uh, Fin Supply announced they're giving away, I think, like five drivers, uh, five just drive post drivers there. So you're going to want to be there to get registered for the giveaway. There's also going to be other giveaways as well. That's just the most recent one I've heard of. Uh, yeah, so we're going to kick it off now. We're not going to get too crazy Tuesday. All right. So we're let's talk about this because Wednesday morning, we're going to have educational content. We're going to have educational content Tuesday as well, I'm sure. But Wednesday for sure. Wednesday noon, one, midday Wednesday, show floor opens and it is game on. Of course, educational content is still going on. Show floor open. Thursday all day, show floor open. Actually, so Thursday morning is going to be chapter awards, chapter meetings, that sort of thing. Get with your AFA regional chapter to figure out the specifics on that. Um, Thursday all day, show floor open. Uh, Friday, show floor open till midday. I want to say one o'clock. Don't quote me on that. Around midday, it closes. And then we pack it all up and we come home. It seems like 
it seems like a quick deal, but it is a it is a long week. It is a long week for sure. But I look forward to seeing you guys there. All right. Justin says he's going to wear shorts and t-shirt at Sending University. That's brave. February in in Nashville is not known to be incredibly warm and hospitable. Anyway, um, yeah, so we'll be at FinTech. We'll be hosting these lives just like what we did at FinTech last year where we'll be coming to you live. We also have Nathan Downs, Dan Blanc, Dan Wheeler. Uh, we'll also be doing a mixture of podcast, video, live, recorded from that booth as well. I'm sure we'll be doing impromptu interviews when the booth is open and we have somebody that we think that you guys would like to meet. Um, if you guys have suggestions, be sure to drop them in the comments below. I would love to have any input I can get from you guys on who you would like to see. Who would you like to hear from? What would you like to hear from them? All those sorts of things. You can leave those in the comments below wherever you're watching and it comes to me. Or you can send them to Joe at thefenceexpert.show. Is that right? Yeah. Joe at thefenceexpert.show. You can send those over to me. Don's got a question. If you can't access Postmaster Post, what do you recommend? Any brands that will be there you recommend to check out? Um, so we use Postmaster, so I don't know of a lot. I mean, there's um, there's a Lifetime Post. Uh, I think Greg, there's a Gregory Post maybe. Lifetime is, I hear a lot of guys using Lifetime Post. I mean, you've got the King Plus system, right, that Sean King and his academy teaches that it's a Schedule 40 or CS40 um, two and a half inch post that is clad with wood and then uh, the structure attached to that. Um, so I, but lifetime post is what I hear a lot about. Uh, if you don't have access to postmasters, um, you should be able to, though. well, I say you should be able to, I don't know. So it, this is kind of a weird deal because you on, in these Facebook groups, you hear about people that are having trouble accessing the postmaster post through their local master Halco branch, but then other people are talking about getting them by the truckload. So, I don't know. I don't know what that's about, to be quite honest with you. Um, but lifetime posts, I do hear a lot about. Um, I see that I see them mentioned on this channel a lot, like in the comments. Um, so when we talk about Postmaster, typically you'll see a few people clarify that they use lifetime posts, which is totally fine. I feel like I feel like they're equals, I, and they very well may not be, but I feel like they probably are. You're using a galvanized, zinc-based galvanized coating over a steel product that's going to withstand wind loads. You know, I know Postmaster Plus, I want to say 72, do your own research, double-check me on that. But I want to say it's 72 miles an hour. Uh, lifetime Post, I would guess, would be somewhere in that same ballpark. Um, I want to say there's a Gregory Post as well. I think I've heard about those. Don't have a lot of don't have a lot of experience with either, just because for whatever reason we've got access to the Postmaster uh, Plus Post through our Master Halco branch in Kansas City. So, yep. What is up, Joran? King Plus. That's what I'm saying. So, and King Plus uses a CS40 post, which you can get darn near anywhere. You can get them through um, through Mister Fence through Sean King, uh, or you can. Everyone makes a CS40 post. It's a standard that everyone knows and produces. Um, yeah, you can check out Sean's uh, training, Mr. Fence Academy for the King Plus system. What's up, Craig? Just tuning in. No worries. What's up, man? Can't wait to see me, everyone at Fence Tech. That's exactly what we're talking about. 
is how we are excited to see everybody there at FinTech, see new sponsors. Unfortunately, no new sponsor today. There's some technical issues that also involve some weather. So it just, it's affecting everybody. So yesterday I got an email. So through our online, through our online store, we obviously do a lot of shipping. Um, so FedEx, so Memphis has been shut down apparently. Springfield here hasn't gotten a plane, I think they said since Saturday or Sunday uh, from FedEx. So FedEx is having major just, national shipping issues because memphis is their main sorting hub um so anyway i'm saying if it can happen to somebody like fedex it can happen to anybody so no sponsor alert or no sponsor reveal today uh, as opposed to what the title said appreciate you being here craig insurance is my man how are you can't wait to see i know you guys you and the crew will be there we saw each other uh well, like a month ago at uh, tony's event there at shangri-la can't wait to see you and the team again if you guys are looking for media guys, Jordan and his team are incredible. All right, guys, been about half an hour. Let's start landing the plane a little bit. That way we can get a jump start on getting this packed up so that we can see you guys at FinStech. Any last-minute questions, be sure to drop in the in the comments below. We'll try to answer them really quickly. And if not, then we'll see you guys at FinStech. A Facebook user says... Packing my bags for Nashville. Aloha and good morning from Eberson. Oh, we know who this is. What is up, Josh Rand with Aloha Fence? Good to see you, sir. Can't wait to see you in a couple days for sure. Let's do this as we're as we're wrapping up. Uh, well, okay. So I'm glad we stuck around for a little while. So uh, we are through the magic of technology we are actually I, I believe they're getting everything sorted out so i think we might actually have our sponsor reveal all right so good things come to those who wait you guys have waited this out long enough uh let's do this what i was going to do is ask you guys for all right let's take one minute quickly and put in the comments guesses of who's getting ready to come on um you guys if you're in the fencing community you likely already know these people. You should already know these people. Um, very good people. I don't know how specifically we want to get with the hints. They're from the Midwest, right? That would be. They've been on the channel before. They oh, they have been on the show before. Okay, they've been on the show before. If you're in the fence industry, you ought to know them. Um, from the Midwest of the United States, they will be at Fence Tech. So. Yeah, everyone can guess. Let's see. Roger says, I hope we get some footage from FinTech. You will absolutely be getting a ton of footage from FinTech. If you're on Facebook, remember you can click this link to give Facebook permission to use your name and thumbnail. Kevin says, Dan Wheeler. That that would be that would be interesting having one podcast sponsor or another. Nope, not Dan Wheeler. Joran says, I don't know. Roger says, whoever it is, I knew it. Oh, Bam is guessing Matt Warner. No, nope, not Matt. Someone else who is instrumental in the uh, fencing industry, but not Matt Warner. What is up, Bam? There was a guest earlier up here when we were talking about the very beginning. All right, one more minute. One more minute. Someone, okay, somebody guessed Caleb Roth. Okay. Then there's another one, another guest that was along that vein. Here we go. 
Evan Gardner guest Gopher. So I'm guessing he's referencing uh, Gopher Wood. Good guess. One more minute. American National. Are they an insurance company? Hmm. Maybe. Aren't they? Isn't that what they do? American National? Not American National. Although, maybe we should reach out. Maybe we should have used this as like an information gathering. Like, who should we be reaching out to for sponsors? Thorne Consulting, great guess. Just off the mark. Mug Tapes says, good morning from Philly. Enjoy Finstech this year. All right. I don't mean to cut you short. Can't wait to see you guys here in a couple of days. I want to get straight to this so that we have because now this we're we are not going to extend the live to the full time frame because I want to have some time to get into this. Without further ado, the new sponsor or an incoming new sponsor of the show, friend of the show, Caleb Raw. Man. Caleb. You said on my, you, you said Midwest, Joe. You know Tennessee is so that's the South, man. Oh, it's just all yeah. right. All right. So I was misleading with my I was misleading with my uh hints there. I'm sorry. But, but Roger Bettencourt knew it all along, so that's the way it goes. He did, he did. He yep. Well, and Kevin knew it. Kevin knew it. I the first the first person to guess though, where it was it was way up in the beginning, way up. Evan Gardner had it right off the bat. I mean, does it give me a timestamp? He was he was the first person to guess it. So, so Caleb. Well, first of all, my, my apologies for uh, you okay. know. I just had a regular Saturday morning, just doing my thing and my not looking <laughs> at my telephone. My <laughs> wife says, "You got a show with Joe today?" I said, "No, no." <laughs> been well. a crazy week. Been a crazy <laughs> week, but um, but I figured you know we set this whole thing up to be like this. We wanted everybody to guess and have a little bit of have a little That's bit right. of uh, tension there. A little bit of mysteriousness. No, and I know you guys are going through weather. You guys have got a ton of weather there, way more than we did. So I wasn't even sure that the connections were going to be were going to be good. So hey guys, if 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 you had a trip in January planned to Colorado or to Toronto, Canada, if it snowed, you wouldn't worry about it. Just come on to Nashville. It's going to be fine. It's the roads true. are clear. We're fine. You can go sledding. You can uh, do all the same things you normally do in Nashville. We just got a little snow in the bushes, so it's okay. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Well, Caleb, so we're happy to bring you guys on as an additional sponsor, Gopher Wood. Can you give us, give us just a 30,000-foot view on maybe who Gopher Wood is, what they are, and then I've got a few. I'm trying this thing out where I write down my questions ahead of time, and so we're going to try that out too. But um, well, you give me a 30,000 foot view. So I, can, go for so I can write my answers down ahead of time. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So Gopher Wood is, is a company we've started. It's been, a, it's been a, something we've wanted to do um, for a long, long, long time. Quite a few years ago, um, I had a commercial building, my first commercial building. I bought a big, I got lucky and managed to get my hands on a big pre-stained machine a big automated one like Benford has, you know, and, sure. um, and we ran a bunch of pickets. We did a bunch of jobs for contractors. We did some air force bases and we really liked what we were doing. And what we realized at the time that, um, there was a lot more customers who would, who needed stain than wanted to stain, but pre-stained lumber was a good option for them. So, um, so that went really well. When I moved to the new place, or, or the, not the place I'm at now, but the next place, we really just didn't have enough room for it. We didn't have enough room for the operation 
to, and, and I wanted to put all my eggs in the, uh, in the grow in the stain brand uh, basket. And that's what we've done. Now we've bought more machines, more equipment. We've been tooling up and uh, over probably the last three or four years, we've been waiting on this, planning on it and, you know, getting, getting lumber mills lined up for us, getting, getting things ready. And so, um, FenceTech will be the, I guess it'll be the grand opening or grand uh, launch of, of this company we've got called Gopherwood. And Gopherwood is basically lumber pre-stained, factory finished lumber. So we're, we're, we're creating a product. We're using expert stain and seal chestnut color is the main color for, okay. for it. And we're just making a, a fence material that's cedar, that's kiln dried, that's uh, ready to go uh, right out the gate. It's already stained. It's ready to ready to be built. And so if you pair it up with like a steel post, um, you got pretty much a lifetime fence that looks great forever. So we're excited about that. And then all the stain guys out there, we're going to hopefully have a whole lot more fences to restain, you know, four or five years down the road. Yep. Make it more common to see in, in all these markets, mm-hmm. pre-stained lumber. That's, that's the thing is, is pre-staining has changed the way we sell our wood fences, right? So that pre-stained, to your point, pre-stained cedar, on steel posts is our premium product because you'll get a certain percentage of customers. They want the premium, whatever it is, they want it. They want the nicest fence in the neighborhood. They want the, they want the nice stuff. And, and they, they pick it without even questioning, right? This, that's what they want. If this is the platinum edition, that's what I want. Yep. So it's great for that, but also it's great for making it more normal in the community. You know, when we got started, there were some standing contractors here, but it wasn't it wasn't mainstream, right? You didn't see it in every neighborhood. You didn't see a stained fence. So by offering pre-stain, I think it's a good segue into bringing stain into a new net or a new market, really. Yeah, man, we're excited about it. It's been something I've really had to hold the reins back on because I like to go, go, go. But we've been sure we've been pulling back and holding and, and ready to go. We got some really good people running that f- company. Um, hopefully they're watching. So, cause they should know I'm proud of them and uh, Absolutely. We're ready, to, ready to rock and roll, ready to make some good friends and strategic re- relationships at the uh, defense tech and let's all do it together. Absolutely. So Caleb, let the go for wood. So is it made for contractors? Who is the ideal, uh, user well, of the go for wood? Well, I mean, at the end of the day, the end user is the person who walks out on their back porch and lets their dog and kids go out in the backyard and play and they don't have to worry about it. And it's beautiful. Yeah. Um, but really, um, this I mean, this product's going to be used by fence contractors and uh, we've just got to get it into the hands of all the fence suppliers. So anybody who's listening right now who's a fence supply house, that's the customer we're going to. This is not a this is not something that we're going to sell, um, you know, at our location. We're just a manufacturer on this. So. So sure. this is something we have to partner with distributors and wholesalers to get this out into the world. So hopefully this show will help connect the dots with uh, with people like that who who have a platform to sell it on. And we'll do what we do best of uh, just producing a good product. Absolutely. Using quality stain. I mean, that's yeah, the thing. Yeah, it's, sure. it's the stain that we already know, love, and trust just now applied to a kiln-dried cedar product. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And we've got a good lumber product as well. So we're having real, real, really, really low call rates for lumber, which is really good. So uh, we've already we've already got quite a bit of this lumber out in the marketplace. We've already got a few few dealers on it and um, got a few more that are coming on board in quarter one at the end nice. of quarter one. So um, and it's already been installed quite a few places. So uh, and it's got a long track record. I mean, it's lumber. Right. So we know we know sure. what kind of lumber we're using. And 
our standard is going to be the Japanese kiln dried lumber that everybody uses. It's particularly used a lot in Texas and Oklahoma um, and throughout the Midwest. Also, uh, probably later on, if, if there's enough need and enough call for it, we will do Western Red. We've got a, we've got a full line on Western Red. We already do one Western Red product line um, on, uh, on a certain set of boards I can tell you about. It's a really nice Western Red board. But uh, the, main, the main product line, I think that's going to be most affordable is that, uh, that kiln dried stuff. So nice. we're ready. Now, kiln dried. What what are the benefits for those that haven't worked with kiln dried cedar before? What are the benefits of kiln dried <clears throat> over just a, a wet cedar? Well, you, you got a couple different kinds. So first of all, kiln dried lumber. Um, so this lumber is not kiln dried completely. So it's a little okay. mis a little mis uh, misleading. This lumber is air dried. Okay. And uh, you guys have seen the pictures on the internet of all the boards stacked up like this, and just acres and acres of it. It's it's air dried. And then the last couple of percent, they put it in a kiln and they, they dry it just like that. You know, it's, okay. it's from the slumbers from Japan. Uh, I guess it's cut in Japan, goes to China to be milled. And uh, there's a whole process on this, but um, it's the same stuff you guys are already buying. So I, I don't know yeah. exactly uh, what the percentages are when they put it in the kiln, but I know the last two or three points, they get it down in the kiln. But the majority of the drying takes place in the air drying. Okay. which is good. It's good to, uh, air drying is generally thought of as superior to, uh, to kiln drying. So, sure. so that's a good thing. And then, um, and then I guess, I guess some of your main benefits are going to be if you've ever had problems with some kiln dried lumber, cause some kiln dried lumber is brought in and then it, it rains and then it swells. Well, if, if we're finishing it in an oil, um, before it's installed, it's already swelled when you install it. So you don't have to worry about shrinking or swelling. Sure. You don't have to worry about warping, cracking, and twisting because we're, you know, basically soaking this stuff in a in a penetrating oil-based stain. Um, but I guess the main benefits are just going to be the the coal rate is going to be very low, probably one to two percent, and that you know we're we're treated pine is quite a bit higher than that, and then it's just gorgeous, it's beautiful. Well, and it's more stable too. <clears throat> I mean, that, that's that's a really nice feature of it is it's more stable than some of the boards you might see out yeah. in the market. Yeah, and your two before the two befores we're doing are a rough cut two by four. They're not they're not a random cut. You know, they're a, a nice square two by four, but they got square edges on them. They look really nice. nice. And so the good news about that is you see a lot of pre-stained fencing. Uh, they use smooth two by fours, and the problem with that is the pickets one color and the two before is another color. And so yep. so we're using uh, uh, we're using a uh, you know a rough cut two by four to go along the side of it, and uh, it looks great. And, uh, and, and I know we may get some people that say, well, Japanese cedar is not the most, it's not the best, most premium thing in the world. You're absolutely right. But billions of dollars worth of it's being sold in America every year. So there's a big market for it. It's a yeah. good product. And, uh, we're, we're going to do, uh, we're going to offer you Western red cedar as well, but the majority sure. of people, they want that Japanese stuff. So, so that's what we're producing heavily. Yeah. It, it's a quality wood and it has the same benefits as Western red in that cedar naturally resists rotten insects. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, that's really what you're going for stable board and applying the stain specifically chestnut uh, makes it a really nice looking board as well. Yep. It looks good. I like that you guys are using chestnut. That's, that's actually one of my questions here is what color. So chestnut is the color. Yeah, I've got a face, you know, if you want to pull up go for wood lumber on Facebook, yeah. you can see pictures, you can see videos of it. Yeah. But it's available. Looks like you got some questions. Yeah, let me see. Let me click back here. 
said, uh, Stephen, they used to sell pine of cedars that do options. Our options are now cedar and pre-stained cedar. I like that. There you go. And then it goes on to say, the grain's really tight on JPC. A lot of stain will not take it well. Expert stain takes it really well. I agree. Is that just due to the penetrating nature of the stain, Caleb? Um, probably so. Probably so. Let me pull up. See, on like a real good show, they would have already had this done. But I got it pulled up on mine if you want me to just share the screen. Yeah, 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 yeah. That would that'd be good. Yeah. All right, let's do it. Go for there we go. All right. There we are. There we are. Let's see here. So there's our little logo. It's a gopher. How about that? Brand new page. <clears throat> that's very good. And that's it behind you. Different than what you're used to. This is a cedar fence. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. This is. So you've heard my voice. Can you hear my voice? Yeah. Okay. Yep. And I don't know why we've got these crazy videos over on the right-hand side of the page. <laughs> sure get rid of that. There we go. Caleb from Gopher Wood Lumber Products. Just wanted to show you our standard gopher wood fence. It's a little bit different than what you're used to. This is a cedar fence that has been kiln dried and pre-stained with an oil-based stain and sealer. Uh, it's a factory finish application, so you get a perfect finish every time. Just wanted to show you this. It just makes sense. Why build uh, a fence or a deck or anything out of lumber that has not yet been stained and sealed? We know staining and sealing prevents warping, cracking, and twisting, but we have to wait to do it. So why not use a lumber that's ready to stain and seal and do it before you build the project so that the project is finished when it's done. So check this out. Let me show you some of the highlights. The first thing that you're going to notice is the fence is beautiful in every way. It's absolutely it just like a I'm gorgeous a look. Every board here. is different. <laughs> Obviously, uh, the stain highlights the beauty of this cedar material. And <clears throat> you're going to notice the quality of lumber this is a number two here so this is just got a few knots in it but you're not going to see any splits you're not going to see any huge knots or knot holes like you see so commonly with home store lumber this is going to give you both the strength and the longevity of cedar and also be beautiful on day one and it's going to eliminate any risk of staining in the field which might include overspray or just waiting too long to get the job done and so let's just have a look here what this looks like this is our standard color it's called chestnut the stain that is used on this is expert professional wood cares expert stain and seal in chestnut it's a great product it's beautiful it lasts a long time and as you can see the results speak for themselves when you pair gopher wood fencing with a steel post like the schedule 40 round post or the postmaster you've got almost a lifetime fence steel in the ground lasts almost indefinitely and of course the wood being cedar being pre-stained is going to have a very very long life and if you don't like the steel post being exposed you can always cover them right up with a cover board and you have a seamless beautiful pre-stained fence look without the uh, maintenance of a wooden fence post
that's nice. I hope you've enjoyed the pictures and video of this beautiful Gopherwood fence. If you'd like to find out more information, you can visit us at gopherwood.us or on all the social media platforms. If you're interested in becoming a dealer or finding a complete list of our dealers, visit gopherwood.us. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. I love it. I love all it. Right, cool. Yeah. So, so Champion Fence, I got to give a shout out to Champion Fence in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina, built that fence. <clears throat> okay. And it was really cool because, um, they didn't <clears> – <throat> I went on the job site when it's finished, and uh, they didn't have any calls. They didn't have anything that they didn't use. <clears throat> and it was fantastic. standard And it was standard run lumber. And so um, that was pretty cool. I was excited about that. And we actually – I actually told them to leave the scraps. I took the scraps back to Nashville with me, and I built a bunch of samples out of them, you know, the little end pieces that they cut off and stuff. So, yeah, um, yeah. So you'll see some of those at Fence Tech. But, yeah, man, that was a fun project. And uh, – it just really looks good. Well, yeah, you're right on the money on the two by fours, right? That the two by fours match the pickets yep. because that is huge. It really is. And that's the lesson we had to learn the hard way. Just that you've got to have rough sawn two buys or else they're not going to hold the stain nearly the same way that, that a picket will. They just that's won't get a lot. Yeah. So, and you said they were square edge, which is really nice. Yep, square edge. They're nice, and uh, every once in a while we'll get a bundle of smooth, and we just send them back. We're not going to do the smooth. Um, sure. The rough is really what I want. It looks good. It holds color good, and yep. uh, we really like it. So excited. Well, that's, when when you're thinking about a wood privacy fence, that's what you're thinking about. Yeah. Right? Is rough sawn lumber. Now I say that probably the majority of our clients. Every now and then you'll get you'll get a client that really thought they were getting some sort of furniture grade smooth sanded like. You don't want that in a fence like that, yeah. but, uh, yeah. So <laughs> what a jokester is a new sponsor. Red bull. No, 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 not red bull. Let's go for it. Come on. Come well, on. I'm going to throw another one up there. Uh, front yeah. rock fences. Good oh, morning. Caleb you go. just hit me. I owe him, uh, I owe him something and I'm going to get it to you this morning. I've totally okay. forgot. We've had snow all week. So I apologize. Yeah, you guys did get a bit, bit of winter weather up there or over yeah. there. But it sounds like things are supposed to be warming up just in time for Fence Tech. It's 17 degrees right now. I don't know what it's going to be next week, but uh, we'll find out. You know, I'll well, that be is, either way. That is almost double where we're at. So I'm looking forward to a heat wave for sure. Yeah. But, Let's see. Um, and it, like, for instance, it's 17 on my thermometer and it says yeah. it's 11. So I think oh, okay. the, phone, the phone always says it's way colder than it actually is. But uh looks like Monday, 46. Oh, yeah, it's going to be in the 60s on Thursday. That's typical Tennessee yeah. weather for you. Yeah, a little bit of rain just to get we'll rid of all the motorcycles on the road. Yeah, we'll be all, everybody will be riding their motorcycles next week. So it'll be fun. <laughs> well, and that's the benefit of everything being right there together, too, is even if it wasn't, I mean, you don't really have to go very far, yep. which would be nice. Benji said, if you guys need help with the Gopher Wood website, hit me up. He'd be happy to help. There you go. Mark said that Gopher Wood fence would really pop with black Postmaster gate posts. That's fair. I haven't I haven't used the black ones. Um, I don't know. I can see that. Lifetime has – we were talking about – okay, we were talking about Postmaster alternatives. So someone – uh, further up in the chat had asked about alternatives to postmasters and lifetime came to mind. Um, 
I want to say they've got a black post as well. Gregory Post, um, it's one I've heard of. I don't have any experience with them, but um, any one of those would be great to pair with a pre-stained cedar. I mean, we we get clients occasionally ask us about, well, can you do, you know, uh, like a pre-stained cedar, but on wood post? No, not really. Just be, So the wood post options are going to be a cedar post, which comparable in price to a, to what we pay for postmaster yeah. so that doesn't make a lot of sense so we we do sell a we've got a ton of them in stock actually we've got a okay pre-stained cedar post with a post saver sleeve on it and i'm not going to sell you a cedar post without a post saver sleeve there so we've you got go. them we've got them but they're heavy to produce yeah and they're, they're comparably priced to a postmaster so if you want sure. them you got to have them we can get them but Hopefully, sure. I'm hoping the world will really push push towards that steel post. It's a good option. Well, it, it really is because I mean the other alternative is going to be a, a like a pressure treated pine product, which that's not going to look great. It's not, not going to look great. It but, it's not what it used to be. Yeah. No. No. And that's that's a con that's the conversation we've been having with clients for probably the last I don't know eight to ten years is that the pine that we have access to today is not the pine that they got installed 30 years ago. Yeah. You know, cause they're saying, well, well, I don't need cedar. Why do I need cedar? This fence lasted 30 years. I don't need it to last another 30 years. It's okay. Like, well, bad news. The treated pine that's in the market today is not going to come close to half that. Like yeah. it's just not And the posts are what's going to fail. You know, it's not going to be the pickets or the rails. It will be the post. Yep. So, if you're doing wood posts, do post saver sleeve. Absolutely. Difference. I love to hear that. I love to hear that. The post saver sleeve is a product carries a, well, a lifetime. It used to be a 20 year warranty. It's a lifetime warranty now, isn't it? Against rot failure due to rot. You know, I, I don't know if they've changed the verbiage of the warranty yet or not. Okay. Um, but we sell a lot of them and it's going to last way more than 20 years. They yeah. base their warranty on what they have in real world uh, testing situations. Okay. So they've they've been around since 1994, which is more than 20 years. But they've had their product on test with University for over 20 years, and I think they've hit the 25 year mark on test with University in ground tests. So um, okay. they're they're a very conservative company, so they're not going to put sure. a warranty on their product without having a real world um, on test third party verification that the product will last that long. But I do know on their on their um, like their the post post saver for power poles for telephone poles it's mm-hmm. a 50 year warranty so oh wow <clears throat> so i i wouldn't be uh, i wouldn't be surprised if you see a lifetime warranty come out on these things pretty soon yeah that's the thing i may have just heard it talked about too but it, you know it's one of those things when you think through the product what it is and how it works it makes sense that well and honestly the difference between a 25 year and a lifetime warranty is going to be splitting hairs at that point i feel like Especially, you know, the pace at which everyone moves to where a 30-year-old house now is seen as really old, you yeah. know, which which <laughs> is sad. You know, it's, yep. you don't see any century houses. I mean, you see some still, but you don't yeah, see as many. A 30-year-old house, you don't look at a 30-year-old house and go, now that one was built really good. Yeah. You know? Boy, back yeah. when people built them right. Yeah. That's the way it is. Uh, all right. So Front Rock had a question on Postmaster. Uh, do you guys double up Postmaster posts for gates? 
We don't. Um, we use a CS40 round galvanized post. So we'll use a shark hardware with. Um, it, Hard to beat that schedule 40 round post. No, it really is. It's the do- I've seen the double up postmasters, which is what um, which is what they reckon. Well, no, now they have a gate post, I guess. But before before the postmaster plus, when it was a postmaster original, that's how they had recommended doing gates is doubling them up. Does isn't isn't the postmaster not rigid in all directions? It has flex, like it will twist in in some directions where well, a round post won't do that. Yeah, yeah. So it has flex in it, and and the, uh-huh. and the explanation being because that's that was my first kind of hesitation with it was guys, there's some movement here that I'm not used to seeing. You know, and the explanation was, well, think about like a bridge or a building. Right. When we design them to flex, they actually become stronger because they can flex and they can flex back. The more rigid, the less overall strength. Well, yeah, it's like a vinyl fence. They would blow them all the way down to the ground and then they would stand back up and pop back up tests and stuff. So it makes sense. Yeah. But to your point, though, for a gate, that's not ideal. Right. We need our gate post to be as rigid as possible. Well, as long as it's in line with the, you know, the post a couple posts behind it, it's going to be good. But when you open yeah. the gate and the gates open, now you're, you're going against the level of strength. So that yeah. would be one of those gates that you couldn't leave hanging open. No. And that's, I think that's where the benefit of, of marrying them back to back is, is it would give each other strength, which definitely makes sense. But for us, for our, for our process, uh, a 40 weight pipe with the shark hardware. Yep makes a lot of sense for us. Um, so it's, that's, that's how we do it. Um, but a lot of guys do the back. There's 10 different ways to hang a gate. You know what I mean? Our way is we like using round 40 weight. Uh, Steven says we drive postmasters. The price balances itself out because we can run leaner crews. That's absolutely true. The driving. I wish we could drive here in our market. We've got, we've got rock like, the county south of us is called Stone County, and they didn't make that up. You know, like it is, the, we have to blast through these things to get to build roads, sort of thing. I don't. We're not driving post here. I wish we could because I, I would love the benefits of driving. Absolutely. But, uh, so Caleb, so chestnuts the main color. Are custom colors available? Or maybe in the future. Yeah, 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 yeah. You just got to get in line and wait for it. You know, we're right. we're running. Obviously, as a you know, as a manufacturer, we want to we want to be able to go 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 go. And if we have yeah. to constantly change colors, it slows us down. So we yeah. picked a color. We did a lot of tests and a lot of uh, a lot of polls and uh, pecans, the number one selling color in the United States for uh, for stains. However, everybody liked the 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 little the just slightly darker color of the gopher wood in chestnut. So that's what yeah. we went with. Very good. Very good. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm referring to my list of pre-drawn questions here. So uh, it is available now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Very good. So but we're looking for you're looking for distributors to kind of bring it coast to coast. There's a lot of fence suppliers out there um, all over the U.S. that have nice fence supply houses and they can't compete on certain on certain items because they, they don't have, you know, Master Halco sells a ton of pre-stained lumber. Um, they're probably getting the majority of the business on that, along with Benford. 
Well, if you don't, if you're not a part of that network, you can't get into that. So, um, we want to produce this product for the for the for the regular fence suppliers that maybe aren't so big, that maybe don't have a hundred locations, um, sure. that but want to be able to bring good good innovative products to their market. So we're looking for we're looking for small to medium to even large. Uh, I mean, we've got the capacity to to handle whatever size. So. Um, if you got one location or seven or eight, 10 locations where we want to work with those guys that have, uh, you know, really for us, we know that if we sell a product to a company who has a current established customer base, um, a current set of, um, you know, outside sales reps, then, then the product, they, they have the ability to sell something. And so we want to, we want to sell a product to somebody who has the ability to get it out into the public. And so, um, and all the fence guys want it. So we need to give it to somebody who's willing to go, you know, you know, shout it from the mountaintops that they've got it in stock, that they're ready to go and that they can, they can do it uh, in a smart way. So if you're listening and you know somebody, if you've got a fence supply house that you buy from, just ask for it by name. Just say, Hey, we want go for wood. And uh, we'll, we'll, the work, the rest of it will work itself out. Absolutely. Now fence contractors before this distribution network gets built out, can fence contractors buy direct? Um, that's a sticky question. Probably sure. not because okay. probably not because we're not set up to sell job lots. Yeah. You know, if we sold job lots, freight's going to be pretty expensive. It's going to be probably two or 300 bucks per bundle to ship you a job lot. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so, but, but we've got, uh, we've got people in the Carolinas. We've got people in Louisiana. Um, we've got, uh, I think Alabama, Chattanooga covered. And so, um, and then after fence tech, we'll have a bunch, I think, uh, East, East Tennessee, we got a dealer there in East Tennessee. So it's going to come along pretty quick. If, um, if somebody needs this material, I'll get it to you one way or the okay. other, but we'll get yeah. it to you through a dealer. Yeah. Well, and that's, and that's kind of where I was going with that is there's always a minimum order quantity, mm-hmm. right? No matter no matter who you're dealing with, there's a minimum order quantity typically. So it's going to be just being cognizant of that, that yeah. We're, yeah, not, we're I mean, basically pretty simply, we're looking to uh, truckloads of lumber is what we deal yeah. in. So <laughs> if you want to, <clears throat> if you want a mixed load of uh, pickets and two befores, um, the kind of the standard load, 16 bundles of pickets and 16 bundles of two befores. And that gives you, you know, the bundle okay. of two befores is less quantity than the pickets. Yeah. And that basically gives you enough material to build about 5,500 feet of fence, pickets and two befores, if you're doing okay. steel posts. So that's that's the main, kind of the main truckload we've been selling. Sure. And sure. people, you know, just say, hey, send me two loads of that right there. And that gives me everything I need to, to sell regular privacy fences. And yeah. um, <clears throat> we're keeping it simple, six foot. Uh, you know, six foot pickets, two before by eights. Uh, we can do eight foot pickets. We can do two before by sixteens. I mean, we can do whatever, but sure. we want to stick to the main to the main things so that we can we can keep the output as as quick as possible. How how wide are the pickets? Uh, five five eighths by five and a half by six. And okay. if, you, if you're eight foot, same thing. Just and then and then I'm carrying a seven eighths. Um, I'm carrying a seven eighths by five and a half or six inch seven eighths by six inch. Uh, by six foot tall tongue and groove that's rough on both sides. Wow. Really, <clears throat> really, really, really nice picket. A tongue and groove. Tongue and groove, and it's uh it's a rougher head finish. So it's on it's an incredibly high end looking picket. It's really, really, really nice. I bet so. And seven eights too. That's gonna be that is a chunky picket. Everybody cuts their seven eighths out of a one inch picket. We're cutting out of out of a two by six. So they're really, really, really nice. 
but it's it's for a premium market and it's western red cedar and it's kiln dried so it checks all okay. the boxes but it's okay. not for your it's not for your average average job but if you're doing like fence sure. track or something perfect for that yep that's exactly what i was thinking yep. fence track would be great for a tongue and groove product mm-hmm Interesting. Yep. Interesting. They will also be at FinTech coming up here in a couple oh, of days. Yeah. So, so Caleb, let's talk about the benefits of pre-stain real quick. We've talked about it in the past, but I think it'd be good to cover in this conversation as well. Um, what would you say the top benefits of pre-stain over on-site staining would be? Well, for the contractor, for, yeah. for let's start for the homeowner first, because if you're okay. going to sell it, you got to get the homeowner to understand the benefits. First of all, uh, the... <clears throat> Some of the main benefits are we know that through uh, the U.S. Forest Product Lab studies that, that have been around for over 100 years, that material lumber that is exposed to UV rays um, immediately starts to have damage to the lumber, to the wood, and therefore cannot hold a finish as long as it would have if it were pre-finished. So they did a test and they pre-stained some material, some cedar siding, and then they put an exact identical is a panel. I guess they're like four foot mm-hmm. by four foot panels. They pre-stained one, put it outside right beside another one. They put out at the same time that was unstained. They let the unstained one sit for 10 days. They took it down and then they stained it. And then over, and then they, this was a 25 year study. And then after like three or three years, it was an ex- a big difference in the two. After five years, it was an even bigger difference. After 25 years, the pre-stained one still looked halfway decent. The, uh, the one that was stained 10 days later, there was almost nothing left, maybe a, a couple chips of, you know, really? you know, just a little color left. And the point point of that study was even just 10 days of UV damage on, on the surface of wood makes it diff, very difficult for a, a lumber to stick and adhere into the wood. So, um, so, so we know with government backed research and, and us forest products, not like typical government research. This is really sure. guys that are really into forest products. They've been in it. They're kind of like park rangers, right? But with PhDs. And so, so this is a good study that we know that staining the lumber before works best. Plus you get all six sides. You get the bottom, you get the top, you get the edges, yeah. you get all these things you get behind the two before. Right. And so, so yep. we know, we're getting we're getting a stain everywhere. And then if you do a penetrating stain, you know, there's a lot of water based sta- stains out there. They're just stains. They're not sealer. It's it's pre-stained pickets. Right. It's not, you know, you'll fill them at Finstech. You'll find guys selling pre-stained pine pickets and they're going to be wet. It's great if that's what you're looking for. But if you want something sure. that's actually going to preserve the wood, you got to have, uh, a pre- you know, a conditioning and preserving uh, stain formula. So that would be why we use the oil base which is going to penetrate way down into the wood. It's going to, uh, it's going to soak in and do its thing. And I guess the third reason is, uh, well, and, and the other benefits you get with that oil is warping, cracking and twisting. You're not going to get it and you're not going to get movement. It's going to make your lumber actually more stable because it's not going to expand and contract like an accordion. And so, and then the third thing, is because it looks good, man. It's like Marty Stewart said about his Cadillac. He said he's got two antennas back there. They're not hooked up to anything, but they just look good, right? <laughs> Very good. Yeah, it looks nice. I think one of the main features, too, that we sell to our customers is, and you hit on it earlier, no mess. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it, that, that's the contractor side, man. There's no risk. Yeah. yeah. It eliminates the risk. And when guys are putting it up, it's not getting all over them. It's not, you know, they're not wearing gloves. These are regular crews that are installing it because that's something I guess probably some guys are wondering about. Well, is it going to drip on the driveway? No, man, this stuff's dry. 
It's ready yeah. to go. So when you put it up, I mean, you want to be wise about it. You don't want to leave a bundle of stained pickets open and just throw them on the driveway and leave them there for two weeks because you might. Sure. That probably wouldn't be smart. But right. um, but this stuff, it's uh, it's easy to install. It's not super heavy. Um, you know, the oil's not going to make that much of a difference in the weight. And it's in the wood. It's not on the wood. So um, so when you install it, your your crews can you know they can wear their same clothes. It's not going to make a big deal. Yep. And uh, when you get it done, man, and you put that fence sign on there and you take pictures of that job and it's done, the grass is green, uh, the customer loves it. It's just, it's a whole new experience, man. It really is. Well, and you don't have to, you don't have to warn the customer about, Hey, don't let your kids out in the backyard for the next several hours. Don't let your pets out for the next several hours. Not that it's dangerous to them, but if you've got a boy like mine, if you tell him don't touch that fence, the first thing he's going to do is trip and fall and touch the fence. And he's like, yeah. Oh, well, I guess I touched it. And then, you know what I mean? Or the, or the dog's going to go jump up on it. Well, now they've got stain on their paws and you get to avoid all that. Yep. You get the shortcut. And, and, our, and as you know, if you've ever used our st- expert stain and seal, it, when you put a pre-stained fence that's stained with that, it smells good. Yeah. So you build this fence and you come out and yeah. you go, well, that's a pleasant smell. That's different, you know? So it's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Definitely a benefit. It's, uh, you know, and that's the benefit we talk about with just about your saying in general uh, is that there's no questions about why my backyard smells like a chemical factory for the next little bit. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's, in, in today's day and age, you know, people have questions about all sorts of things. It's one you, last question is always good. If you've interviewed, if any, if anybody had interviewed as many stain contractors and paint contractors that use the, all the stains that you know of, who have diminished lung capacity, brain cancers, pancreatic cancer, kidney cancers, you know, had the half of their head cut off to to operate, man, you guys would rethink it too. I mean, it's just it's yeah. a big deal. VOC. Everybody says, oh, you're a sissy if you're worried about VOC. You're a sissy if you're wearing a mask. Then tell me that when you're laying in bed and and dying while you watch your kids or your grandkids uh, just look through the window at you, you know, that's a big deal. Yeah. So you take it pretty serious. I want to put out a product that's, that's safe to be around for, for yeah. the installer, for the applicator and for the, the kids playing in the backyard, man, that's a big deal. Absolutely. Well, and you get that, you get that the first time you open your first bucket, right? Yeah. That was, that was what made the difference for us is we had tried others. And when you open the top, you're automatically hit with, a chemical smell. And I'm not, listen, I'm a fence guy, right? But I know that when I smell stuff like this, like it's probably not good for me, right? We should probably be wearing respirators. We should probably be doing all this. I didn't, I didn't want my guys around it because you and I both know we can do all the training in the world. We can provide all of the protection in the world. There's going to be a day where somebody doesn't wear it because it's hot or because for whatever reason. Right. And then are we putting them in contact with something that's not good for them? Like just that initial smell made me think this is not something I want to do. Um, when you guys sent your sample over, when we opened it up, it was like, Oh yeah. Well, even sawdust, man. I mean, you need to wear a dust mask. I mean, it's everything, all yeah. this stuff, all this stuff adds up, right? Yeah, of course. Of Excuse course. Excuse me for just a second. Yeah. All right. Noah divine says, Hey, Caleb, Joe, as well as fence fam. Hope everyone is doing having, having a great weekend and has set great goals and getting after it this year. Absolutely. You know, so I hope we're going to see, no, I hope we're going to see you at Finstech, if not maybe staying university here in the coming days. Uh, so Finstech, we're, 
a handful of days out from FinTech, which means we're basically, okay, what are we, about two and a half weeks out from Standing University, thereabouts? Roughly, yeah, February 8th and 9th. Coming on fast. It's going to be here before we know it. Absolutely. That's what, uh, so Mark and I were looking at the calendar, like we get back, unpack, we're here for a week and a few days and we're back, we're back on the road again, coming back out there to the Nashville area. So everyone can uh, see, you guys can see the gopher wood here at FinSec. You guys are going to have it on display. Oh yeah. We got a booth that's uh, number 2040, I think. Okay. Okay, very good. Check out the Gopher Wood display. And, of course, like I said, in a couple of weeks, you'll also probably have it. We'll be talking about it at Staining University, I bet. Yeah, man, check, you know, and, we, and we've got a uh, expert stain seal or expert wood care booth as well, uh, booth number 2040. We'll be back-to-back, so okay. uh, you can see the different teams that are doing different projects. And, I love uh, it. Yeah, we'll, we'll all be at Finstech, or we'll all be at Finstech, we'll all be at Staining University. Absolutely. So who's on the Gopher Wood team? Um, a bunch of people you never heard of, probably, but um, okay. you know Mandy. She, you you know her, yep. so we yep. put her over there pro- as as kind of running running the show on that. Yep. Out of the service business, we've got new people running service, which is awesome. And um, my dad's retiring; he's he's hanging up the hat in his fence company. He's going to come over okay. and work uh, to grow the dealer network. And uh, his name's John. He's going to awesome. he's going to be working. Uh, really, really, really slick really smart guy and uh, really fun to work with. So, and then, then we got a team of guys who are putting the product together, you know, um, you know, and they're, they're rocking and rolling. You know, as a son that gets to work with his dad, I'm happy for you that, that he's coming over. I think <laughs> it, let me tell you, there'll be days. There will be hey, days. Me, me but, and my dad worked together for years. And, and, yeah. uh, and I think um, we've worked and we've not worked together for years. And, yeah. uh, and so, so I think, it's it's actually going going really really well. As as you grow, man, you know how it is. When your company gets bigger, you need people that you you can trust, that you can count on, and that yep. and that get stuff done. A lot of times, when your company gets some size to it, people want to come to work and they think, oh well, you don't you know we can just work on a computer all the time, or we can just you know just in a company this size, you don't really actually have to work, you know. Sure. Somebody else will do the work. Well, we all know that that's not true. You really yeah, need right. people who are, who aren't afraid to get in there and get dirty. My dad's yeah. got a reputation for he he will get it done no matter what it is. So uh, it's in everybody on our teams like that. So it's nice to have people that will get in, get the work done, make sure things get out the door on time. And so that's important. It's great. Like I said, I'm happy for you, buddy. It's it's fun to watch, you know, good people win, and it's fun to watch expansion. Uh, that's why we, when we talked about Gopher Wood coming on, I was so happy with that. Just I, I'm very excited to see where this goes. Yeah, yeah. Well, another thing, you know, that we're doing, some of these supply houses already have their lumber. Sure. You know, they already they're already buying this kind of lumber. If you want to send it to us, we'll turn it into Gopher Wood for you. Because I know that's a concern. Some okay. guys go, well, I'm getting a really good deal on this cedar, and I'm afraid if I buy it from you, I'll pay a little more. That's fine. Send us the lumber. We'll, we'll just charge you for the staining service. We'll send it back to you. Um, you send us yellow wood or, or pink wood, and we'll send it back brown, right? So uh, there's an option there for all of those guys. But, yeah, man, we got a world-class team, and you get to work with them, and I'm excited. we got to get some gopher wood up there in Springfield now. Absolutely. Absolutely so. You bet. Guys, for more information, Caleb, where can they learn more about Gopherwood? Um, well, obviously, you can you can look on any of the social medias at Gopherwood Lumber. Um, also, um, 
gopherwood.us. Couldn't get .com. I'm working on it. Okay. But, uh, yeah, they're not selling. But they're not using it either. Um, but anyways, gopherwood.us. That website will go up on Tuesday. We'll launch it okay. uh, on the day of Finstech. Oh, I love that so much. I love it so much. And, and obviously, like we said, you guys will be at Finstech. So if you guys are watching, would like to learn more, and you're going to be at Finstech, be sure to find Caleb and the team. Yep, you got it. Very good, very good. Well, Caleb, I'm excited to see you guys here in a few days and then again in a few weeks. It's the first dating university back-to-back. I'm, I'm excited that the busy season is starting earlier than normal this year. And so yep. hopefully that will give us a little time to settle back into the rhythm when the actual busy season starts up You know, in, in our businesses. So uh, we'll see how that goes. And if it goes good, I hope they keep it that way. I agree. You know, and that's the thing is – so last year when I saw the dates for this year's show in January, I was like, oh, man, why why so early in the year? But then to your point, when you sit and think about it, you're like, this kind of makes sense. That way we're not worrying about stopping, getting people to a show, being at show, being back in the middle of our ramp up to a busy season. We yeah. kind of get this done in a slower portion of time. Get back, get well, settled before. Yeah, the ramp and, it, and if you find something at the show you want to implement. You don't yep. have time to implement it because it's, you know, it's, it's February 27th and, and season starts on March 1st. You don't have time for implementation. Yep. So it's good that we can have a little time to slow down, get everybody onboarded, get comfortable with it. And then, you know, the middle of March when things are really picking up April 1st, then we're, we're really, really moving. Yeah. We've had plenty of time to implement the things that we found and the things we learned during the educational seminars, that yep. sort of thing. Hey, speaking of educational seminars, you're speaking at FinSec, Yeah. No, no, no. They didn't no. ask me to speak this year and I didn't pursue it. Just uh, working on all these other things. So I okay. hope to speak. I hope to speak at more at more fence text. But then we okay. speak at so many things. It's kind of nice to go to the show and actually get to uh, do what I do best at the show. You know, so I agree. I agree. I got I got to We had talked about speaking about, but it was at State University we're talking about. So, yeah, yeah, probably so. Very good. Very good. Well, guys, if you got any last minute questions, drop them in the comments below. For the last couple of minutes, Caleb, let's talk about Staying University. All right. I said it's coming up in a couple of weeks. What can people expect to see there? Well, they're going to see a lot of really good people. Um, a lot of people that have that have um, been. So Staying University is just that. It's for professional wood care contractors uh, or people who want to be one. Right. Or people who want sure. to add maybe those type of services fence deck staining, you know, wood cleaning, things like that to their current offerings. So that's the people you're going to see there. So even if everybody just showed up and no instructors were there, nothing get taught, but you just hung out with those guys for two days, you'd learn a ton of stuff, right? Absolutely. So, so there's going to be a ton of time to hang out and learn a ton of stuff with a lot of, you know, the new friends that you meet there. But <clears throat> We're also going to uh, we're going to teach you about the staining business, teach you about the opportunity of it. We're going to teach you about the numbers, how to bid, how to properly bid, and, and what an actual margin is. You know, a lot of people teach a stain class, and uh, or not just a stain class. That sounds uh, accusatory. A lot of people teach business classes for service businesses, and they say, "Here's your labor, or I'm sorry, here's your material cost, and here's what you charge for the job." That means you made this much profit. And we all know that that's just not the case. <laughs> a great way to uh, fly your, you know, your airplane right into the side of a mountain. <laughs> and so we try to do a really good job of explaining to people about margin and why it's important to have a margin, what overhead is, why it's important to, why it's important to have certain numbers set in your business. And I can speak from 
the time when we were charging a 30% margin in the fence company, starving to death, couldn't figure out why we were treading water. And then I can talk about how, you know, what, what it feels like when you're running a 60 or 70% uh, gross profit margin in your company and tell you, and, you know, and show guys what the difference is in a service business, what kind of difference that makes. And yeah. <clears throat> I guess, um, I guess, it, you know, some people, some people are going to take that and make it a lifestyle business. And some people are going to say, Hey, let's take all that profit and let's run it into our business and grow our business, grow our people. And that's, that's the path I've always chosen myself, but we're going to learn about, we're going to learn actually about the numbers of your business, uh, all about the, obviously all about the products that we make, all about the products we use and then how to use them. We're going to do hands-on training for fence staining, uh, deck staining, wood cleaning. We got some log home stuff. Uh, we're going to use pre-stained machine, that expert stain and seal, uh, or the, what is it? Expert paint and stain machine. Yeah. Uh, we're going to, we're going to let some guys run that, you know, run some boards through that thing and, and pre-stain a job. And we're, you know, I'm really, really excited about Wayne Bell, who this guy's got a PA, uh, not a PhD. He's got a, um, a pedigree. So I guess he does have a PhD, but he is a Stanford professor. He is retired wow. military, retired uh, highway patrol and he's ran a, a wood care business for 30 years. He's a wow. financial peace university instructor and he's the uh, business oh. instructor for both Sashco and Permachink log homestain manufacturers. He teaches really? their and he's got a ton of books on the subject. So he's, he's running, he covers 14 states staining and sealing and doing restoration on log homes. And this guy is, he is, he's really, really sharp in the way of business. Got, got real, got the real, uh, uh, hands-on life experience. Right. So sure. he's going to, I guess you would call him our keynote speaker. He's going to yeah. come in and talk to us about, he's got two segments. So I'm giving him two keynote segments. Cause I just wanted to come in and teach us some stuff, man. Yeah. And he, he said, what do you want me to teach? And I said, why are you asking me? And I said, man, why don't you, I said, you, you know, you do these classes, you know what people need to hear when you walk yeah. into the room, you, you know, I told you, here's our audience. This is what kind of guys are going to be there, guys and ladies. And, uh, I said, I'm leaving it to you. I said, let them, let them walk away knowing something. And, uh, he yeah. said, all right, we'll do it. So, so Wayne's yeah. going to be a great teacher there, great instructor. And, um, we're going to do the little expo as well, but the expo Good. for us is it's, it's only wood care things. So we're not going to have, yeah. you know, credit card processors there. We're not going to have people that do t-shirts, just not going to do that because we want it to be very specific to what you need. So you're probably going to see a whole lot of, you'll see gopher wood there. You'll see stain and seal stuff there. Pre-stained stuff will be there. You'll see stuff like that, but nothing crazy, nothing crazy. Main, the main takeaways at this event will be let's network. Let's all learn, learn who each other is or who, who we're talking to, who everyone, yeah. I guess who everyone is. I said that right, maybe. Yeah. And um, have a great time and uh, make some relationships and meet people that you can call on uh, if you ever get in a tight spot. You know, if you get in a tight spot, you can call the guy that's been doing it for 20 years and he'll say, hey, you know, when I had that same problem, here's what I did. Yep. And, uh, that's the idea. So. Well, and that's what I like about the event is that everyone is so approachable, <clears throat> right? So, Kenny Dugan, I met Kenny Dugan through the standing university. I met him at, at the first standing university I went yep. to this guy talk about, and I don't want to single anybody out because then you start everyone, someone will feel left out, but I use okay. him as an example as somebody that I met there. And then I had a, so a lawn fertilizer guy here locally 
reach out to me, said, Hey, I was spraying, you know, this lawn. I sprayed some on the fence. It discolored the fence. What can I do? And I was like, Oh, I don't know, but I bet I know the guy that knows. So I reached out to Kenny and Kenny's got this great way of teaching you what the answers are so that you can then think, you know, think through it later on. Um, and he's like, well, okay. So um, what's the active ingredient, you know, in this, he goes, I, I bet it's iron, right? <laughs> yeah. And so I checked, so yeah, it is iron. He goes, okay, well, so what do we know helps neutralize, you know, iron and, and metallic things on fences. What do we use for nail streaks? Oh, oxalic acid. He's like, yeah, see, you already knew the answer. Because I just helped you find it. Like, yep. Yep. So such a smart guy. It just, but he, but he does it in that way, right? He's like, you already know the answer. Let me just help you figure it out, and then that way you can think through a similar thing later on. Anyway, you get to build your support network is yeah, the man. big thing. That's true. It's important. So, but I always, I always walk away with two or three things that I tuck in my back pocket that I bring back, and I was like, hey, while I was here. We need to think about this thing, this thing, and this thing, right? So even even if you've been before, if you've been before, then you already know. But you always end up walking away with two or three just really good insights that you can come and apply to your business. That's true. That's what it's for, man. That's what all these events are for. But I like I like that you also for someone that is just new in the business, or usually there's two or three guys that are thinking about getting into it. You guys take a good amount of time and say, hey, here's how we bid a project, right? Not with numbers, but here's how we calculate square footage. Here's how we figure out coverage rate. Here's how we figure out you now we take the square footage and the coverage rate, and this is how we figure out how much stain we need. And then walk people through the process really in a step-by-step way to where if you pay attention and you follow the steps, you're really set up for success. That's it, man. That's what it's all about. Somebody help me. Let's help somebody else. That's right. That's right. Now, here's the kicker, Caleb. How much does this thing cost to attend? <clears throat> for you, it might cost one thing, but for everybody else, it's a free class, <laughs> man. It's a free show. Come out and join us. It's a good time. Yeah. That And, and that, I think that's what I appreciate most about this event is that, I mean, because the conversations come up before, right, that, that an event with this much value should have – a value associated with it, right? Should have a price tag. The thing I appreciate about appreciate about you and, and Ashley, your family and your team is your guys's point of reference though is the guys that need it the most probably don't have that to give. Right. The the guys that we really need to help may not come because that is a barrier of entry. Uh, because there is a price tag associated with it. This could be true. Yes. You know, and, and, and there's there's a trade-off, right? Some people will only listen if they're paying for it, and I know that. Um, but sure. I I feel at ease, and I feel no weight on my shoulders when the event's free. And so so I like the feeling of that a lot better than, than uh, doing it the other way. So yeah. um, as long as we're able, we're going to keep it free. I love it. I love it. Okay, there's a few questions, and then we'll start landing the plane. Um, oh, this one just came in. So Nathaniel says, I can't go this year, but I'm sure to make it from Calgary next year. Very good. That's a bit of a trek. Yes, yeah, she probably should reconsider. <laughs> just come, just come on. <laughs> just come on and do it anyway. Yeah, man, might as well. 
Steven asked, uh, same machine 2.0 release date. Is there a release um, date on that? That was like uh, November or December 2023. Okay. It's yeah, so it's current. already got them. Yep. Yeah, that, that's, a, uh, that's a bigger, much bigger drain hole. I think a one inch or one and a half inch drain hole in the bottom instead of a grill. And then nice. we've got chairs built into the machine that the, the okay. bottom roller pan rides in. That pan sits on. Holds it up automatically. It's really nice welded in. And um, nice. we will we will be creating a pump and releasing that soon, a pump system, a bolt-on pump. So you oh, know okay. Before, but, uh, yeah, that's coming. Interesting. Very good. So that'll be – Roger, I agree. Good. Roger said, always worth the wait for Caleb. Couldn't agree oh, more. Thanks, Roger. Appreciate it. Couldn't agree more. We know these guys. Protecting your radius podcast. What's up, Nathan? See everyone in a few days. Absolutely. Absolutely. Sure. Front Rock Fences says, this year I'll be offering stain as standard to all of our fences. I think you'll find great success with it. I mean, in, in our business, we did. It's as simple as saying, hey, here, you know, here's an upgrade to a pre-stained product. Let me outline these three benefits. It's a better product. To Caleb's point, we protect it from day zero rather than waiting. And because in, in your example, well, in the test, it was a 10-day but ultimately, you see folks that will leave a fence out for months to yeah. let it cure before putting stain on it. We can start at day zero before yeah, any well, damage has occurred. Yeah, if you built a log home, you would stain it immediately. Yeah. You know, you see these people that build log homes and stain them immediately. They look beautiful for years. You see somebody who builds one and they take a long time building it and then it sits for a year before they stain it. It never looks quite the same as it would have. I mean, no. So it does, it no. does make quite a difference. Absolutely. But from rock, the, the point being, I think you'll find great success with it. It makes sense. You just outline it. Hey, here's the top three benefits. No mess. Protection starts on day zero and it's a full protection. It covers underneath the pickets where the pickets meet the two before where the two before meets the post. Everything's coated and covered. Yep. It's a great easy upsell. Absolutely. Well, guys, I think, Oh, and Steven said our pre-stained fences are outselling non-stained fences. I think that's what you'll find. I think once people get used to seeing it and you used to asking for it, it'll become the standard in your market. It will, man. In a, in a word, I want to say something that's that's been bothering me, and I've wanted to say it for a long time on some of these shows, is yeah. you know, all the fence guys, the fence manufacturers stick together. The stain manufacturers need to stick together too. The big boys do it. The the Sherwin Williams. The PPGs, the $15 billion per year revenue companies, they stick together. Um, all of us, you know, that make oil-based stains that service the uh, the fence industry, whether you make oil-based, water-based, it doesn't matter. You know, there's a lot of names. We know them. Ready Seal, Wood Defender, Baker's Gray Away, um, CIC Coatings, Hugh Miller. All great companies. Armstrong Clark, great companies. Expert Stain and Seal, great companies. And we're all working towards the goal of, of just trying to do better, right, and put a product out that's good. It's why it's that all of us think about working together more. The, the stain industry has always tried to, to pull itself apart. And you guys all know what I'm talking about. You've all seen this. Yeah. So I propose, I stick out, I extend an olive branch to everyone to say, hey, guys, one stroke of a pin can put us all out of business. Yeah. One stroke of a pin. Let's work together. Let's Let's do something. Uh, we, you, you know, everybody feels like we're fighting over the same scraps. It's not true. The industry is so big. The wood the coatings business is way bigger than the fence industry. 
And uh, so, so why do we, why do we worry about what the other guy's doing? Let's work together. Let's stick together because there may be a time we need one another. And um, you know, I'm, I'm not too proud to go and, uh, and meet all the other guys and talk to them and say, Hey man, there may be a time I, I got to call you because I'm having trouble and I need help. I need to know what would you do? And, th- and there may just be a time that your company comes under attack by one of these bigger, larger companies that wants to, um, to put, you know, some of these smaller companies that are taking market share out of business. So, uh, together, you know, you know, right. What is it together? We stand and divided we fall. I think yep. we need to take a serious look at that in the staining side of the, uh, of the fence industry, because that's an important thing. We've, we've seen what the, um, there's this thing going on right now called the, um, great lakes initiative and a ton of a ton of oil-based stain companies are they've lowered the voc ratings they've not outlawed oils but these big paint companies are saying oh oil's outlawed now and they're tricking they're tricking these paint stores and different stores into thinking they can't carry oil-based products anymore and uh the big companies stick together and they do that to us and we're the ones who get hurt when that happens so I think it's important for all of us to stick together and and be able to link our arms together and say, you know, you've got your customers. I've got my customers. We all do something a little different. Maybe we believe something a little different. But at the end of the day, the stroke of a pen can put us all out of business. And together, we would be much stronger. So any any paint, any stain company, any stain manufacturer that's small who wants to get together and talk about stuff and just be just be friendly with one another. We don't have to talk about trade secret, but we can definitely talk about something that uh, might be a benefit to all of us. I'm, I'm going to propose that uh, the stain guys get together and do that. I'm, I'm on board. So anybody listening, tell your friends, tell, tell whoever you know and those other stain businesses, say, let's work together, man. I love, it. I together. love it. And everybody's going to be at FinTech next week. Yep. I'll say next week or in a couple of days. It'd be a great time stroke to start a pen, the conversation. Man. Yeah, it's a stroke of a pen. Put us all out of business. So let's uh, let's work together. Absolutely. Together we get better, right? Rising tide raises all the sure. ships. Yep. That's the way it's got to be. Come see Caleb, us at Fence Tech, Joe. I appreciate you coming on. I appreciate you being given of your time on a Saturday. And uh, yeah, we'll see you here in just a few short days. Right around the corner. It is. Might have to go get me some snakeskin boots or something. <laughs> I've got some boots. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring them. I'm gonna bring them. We'll see. Uh, we'll see if we get. I don't know if we'll get out there and dance in them or not, but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll put the, them out uh, on display. May need uh, hiking boots if it's icy. We'll <laughs> see. <laughs> very good, very good. Well, guys, I appreciate you guys tuning in for another episode. If you guys are listening to the podcast, appreciate you sticking around to the end. We'd love to see you on most any given Saturday at 10 a.m. Central for the live show, Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, wherever you like getting your video content. Guys, for now, I'm Joe Everest, the fence expert. Reminding you that good fences make good neighbors. I'll see you guys next time. That's it.